I love meditating because it trains me to be more present, present to myself, present to others, present in life. What about you? Do you meditate? Why? How does it help you in your daily life? Bonjour, Practical Dreamers. It's Claire from IntegralDayLife.com with practical body-mind wisdom and tools to create balance in life and be free to be who you are, to do what you love and to live how you want. A while ago, I was talking about morning routine with a guy who was describing me what he does in the morning when he gets up. And one thing he does every morning is meditating. So he told me I meditate every morning for 10 minutes. And then I feel like moving. So um, I get up and I just do my things, yoga and so on. And I thought, hmm, isn't this when the meditation begins? You know, exactly when, oh my God, it's itching everywhere, or you want to move, or there are just too many thoughts in your head. That's almost scary, right? But in the Western world, we took meditation and transformed it into a tool for wellness a long time ago. So to me, this, it feels like looking the finger, you know, when the master points at the moon and you're like, oh, that's such a beautiful finger and you miss the moon entirely. But peace of mind is just a side effect of meditation. It's not the end goal. You know, that, that's why and that's how we end up with feelings like, oh, no, meditation is not for me. You know, I cannot sit still. I cannot empty my mind. My thoughts never stop. Yeah, they don't. That's what thoughts do. They just come again and again and again. So here we think about meditation and we have this stereotype image of someone looking so serene, you know, this face, living in peace and harmony with bunnies all the time and a rainbow probably over their shoulders. But this is not the image of someone who starts meditating. The person in this image started a while ago. First, they were moving just as much as you are. They were probably wanting to itch everywhere or they were just impressed by the number of ideas going through the head. Oh, wait, did I say impressed? Probably overwhelmed, <laughs> a bit like, oh my God. Why am I thinking so many stuff? Do I have these things inside my head all the time? Yes, you do. So the real purpose of meditation, it's enlightenment, it's spiritual awakening. And, and by the way, some people, and especially when they have been through trauma or they are heavily anxious, they need to do other things. First, before they can sit and safely stay with their thoughts and their emotions. And for everyone, we need time. We need time to learn to stay present with discomfort, you know, without trying to escape. So what I'm saying is, if you're struggling right now with meditation, I've got two good news for you. First, you're human. Welcome to the human family. Yeah, you're not a robot. Yeah, you're not a superhero. You're just you, a human being. And I love you. The second news is you might be mistaken on the real purpose, and that's why you're struggling. So we have 
meditation. And this, the end goal of meditation is enlightenment. No one said enlightenment was going to be easy, anybody right? No, no one said that, not even Buddha. Now, on the other hand, we have what I call self-hypnosis and what most people do call guided meditation or guided visualization, which is really a trance with all kinds of purposes that you are guided into or that you can self-guide into. You can totally do this for yourself. But then there is a purpose. You might do it to release stress, to sleep better, to have better confidence. Whatever it is, you have an idea of what you want to get out of this. And that's why you're doing it in the moment. Oh, and by the way, meditation is and can be a beautiful help to release stress in the long term and to feel less anxious and to feel quiet and peaceful as a bunny under a rainbow. But it's kind of uh, meditation 2.0, right? First, you have to sit through, oh my God, I have too many things in my head. I feel like I'm going crazy. <laughs> At a certain point, you go beyond the first, oh, I can't do it. I don't know how they do it. I just can't. It's not for me. You go beyond this reaction. And then it can become really soothing and really calming to meditate and you might surprise yourself just randomly um, feeling like in a meditation state i don't know in the rush hour in the tube you know in paris or new york or hong kong wherever you live but it's because then you still have moments when you have these crazy thoughts trained thoughts going to your head, you still have these moments when you feel anxiety or stress, you still have them, but you are able to hold them lovingly. You are able to hold your agitation lovingly, like a parent would hold a crying baby and soothe this baby, not by identifying with this you know, suffering, but by acknowledging it and being with without becoming it so then meditation can really become a blissful experience but it's never the end goal of that it's just a way for you to experience more of life to experience more of yourself more of others because the truth is there will be discomfort in life it's just you know the human experience and I, I remember my first meditation teacher well actually my first meditation teacher was the wind and the ocean when i was living on my sailing boat and i didn't have an engine so when the wind would go off well i just had to wait for who knows how long until the wind came again and i would be able to go and sometimes it was really uncomfortable because you know there were dangers around and i well anyway first meditation teacher uh, overt meditation teacher was sasaki sensei my shiatsu teacher who was becoming beginning every shiatsu class and lesson by uh, sitting my meditation his 
teaching was really simple. And for meditation, that was, you sit like this, and then you are like a piece of dead wood. And that's it. And we would never know for how long it would go. Could be 30 minutes, it could be one hour, one hour and a half. We never knew. <laughs> Talk about staying with this comfort. But by the way, staying with this comfort, standing, well, being still when you want to move, uh, learning to be okay with this, with this discomfort, not trying to escape, being fully present. Um, even in moments where you don't know really what's happening and you have no clue for how long it's gonna go. It kind of reminds me of something, isn't it? Yeah, we need it more than ever, but in general, anyway, we need it, even when there is not a global pandemic going on in the, in the surface of Earth. It's useful in many, in countless everyday situations. And one of them is being able to be present in a more connecting way to others, communicating better, really listening. Most of us, we don't know how to listen. We are not present when we listen. Someone is talking and we are silently reacting to what that person is saying in our head. And we call that listening. Meditation helps us to cut all of these reactions and to really be without person, without thinking, I should say this, oh my God, yes, I must remember to, you know, all these thoughts we hold and we call that having a conversation. And by the way, it's something we are going to explore really soon in uh, meetups. I am connected meetups that are coming really soon. I will talk about them uh, later on, they are coming soon, get ready. I'm super excited for this. So this, for example, is a real life, everyday, I was gonna say application, but it's not even that, it's just something you notice that changes and that makes your life better when you meditate more and more and more. So it does, it, the purpose is not wellness, it's not a tool, but it does have beautiful side effects so please meditate but coming to this and keeping in mind you know meditation self-hypnosis you can call it guided visualization guided whatever next time you meditate or you want to meditate ask yourself what do i need right now and maybe you need to sit in silence and train to stay with discomfort or be more open, experience the range of human uh, emotion and thoughts in this fullest and be still with that. And maybe, and I hope so for you, experience the bliss of silence and the bliss of stillness, holding the eventual, the maybe, and the possible agitation that you have. And maybe that day, you need a soothing, a soothing self-hypnosis to support you. And you need to breathe and calm down. And you need to be supported through that. And that day, 
self-hypnosis is probably the better option for you. Either way, it is fine. <laughs> it is absolutely fine. It is just a matter of please know what you need and then honor that and choose what's best for you in that moment. And that's it. I hope this is going to help you um, to meditate better, to understand maybe where you are struggling and that you are struggling because what you call meditating is actually something that is surreal. Thoughts don't stop when you meditate. You just become okay with having so many thoughts in your head. And eventually, that's the trick. Eventually, they are becoming less and less. But not before you're okay with it because having feeling like, oh my God, I have so many thoughts, you just added one <laughs> in the mix. <laughs> so I hope this helps. It was your weekly dose for fierce love, you know, a mix of love and brittle honesty. Boom, life just got easier. Thanks for being here. Hope this helps. Tell me in the comments. Come ask questions on Facebook, on Instagram, on YouTube, on LinkedIn. I love these conversations. I always reply. And subscribe to get more. Spread the fierce love. If you know someone you like, wow, she or he would so much love hearing this or needs to hear this, share it, send it to them. Stay tuned for the I Am Connected Meetups. It's coming very soon. Super excited for that. Hope to see you there. And see you for the next video. Till then, embody 100% you. Bye. Au revoir.